At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And that's one that just stood up and I figured, all right, that's that's not a horse. And the head was just unforgettable. I was in shock. I didn't know what I just saw. I was, I honestly, I was scared. Welcome back to the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian. And with me is my co-host, as always, Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian. I got to tell you, I'm really excited about this episode. More excited than any episode we've had so far, I think. Yeah, me too. Um, this sounds like it's going to be a good one. Jersey Devil, right? We have a Jersey Devil encounter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready. Super pumped about this. The yeah. Jersey Devil encounters are hard to come by for sure, but we know they're out there, and we've got James coming on tonight to talk about his encounter. So, well, hopefully, if somebody hears this, they will that'll spur them on to come on and tell us about their encounter with the Jersey Devil. Absolutely, maybe it'll maybe it'll domino. Absolutely, or maybe yeah, bring some people forward. Absolutely, that's what we're looking for yeah. for sure. Hopefully. Listens are up. They're growing. Thank you, everyone, again for listening. Get a hold of us at info at cryptidcreatures.co if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Brian, how else could they get a hold of us? By all means. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at cryptid underscore creatures, or you can get us on Twitter at uh, cryptidcreature1. No E on the end of creature, just cryptidcreature1. And on Facebook. Yes. Cryptid Creatures. Check us out. We're also uh, on YouTube. That's right. We are on YouTube, and uh, hopefully, pretty soon, we'll have some video. Yes, we're working on that. We'll get there soon. Until then, keep listening, and we appreciate it, guys. Also a TikTok, but uh, we're still trying to figure that out, too. (laughs) I'm not a TikTok guy, Brian. I got to check that out. Um, Yeah, well, we're going to record some little videos here. Maybe it's behind-the-scenes recordings or something. Okay. And get it on there. Okay. So. All right. Well... You ready to bring James on? I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's talk about some Jersey Devil with James. Yeah. Here we go. James, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be here. I look forward to it. Right on. We do, too. We do, too. You have a very very exciting story for us today. Thank you. So, James, why don't you tell us about your background, where you're from, um, you know, what you did as a kid, um, and all that stuff before we get rolling here into your, your encounter. All right. So, uh, growing up, I grew up right outside the Pine Barrens, right, you know, where everybody knows the stories of who, who or what lives in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. growing up as a kid, it was always, you know, let's go in the woods, let's do something, let's go have fun. I'd never really be a social person. 
but at the same time I was, I never went to parties, but instead I always went to work. So how old were you when you did have this encounter? Uh, 2018. I was about say 19 years old. Okay. It was in 2018. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so as a kid going into the Pine Barrens, you said you did play in the Pine Barrens quite a bit? All all the time. Even when I first started driving, uh, I found a lot of trails to drive on. I would be out there all day into the night. For those of (laughs) – For people who don't know, the Pine Barren in New Jersey is a huge – I don't know what the square acreage of that place is. uh, It's (laughs) it's huge, right? Yeah. And it's dense, dense – you know, did you ever have any experiences or anything weird happen when you were younger out in the woods playing around in the Pine Barrens? Not really. Uh, I've always had a very particular liking for wooded areas since I grew up in one. Mm-hmm. Very big with, for me, one of my favorite things to look at is owls. So I always feel like, oh, let me go in at sunset at night and listen to these huge birds. And I never had anything weird Sometimes maybe the feeling of being watched, mm-hmm. but there's never anything that caught my attention. Hmm. Growing up as a kid, did you believe in Bigfoot or, or things like that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I would, even now, I still watch documentaries of this stuff. And, mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> right on. Mm-hmm. So what were you doing the day of your encounter? So like any typical day, got up, went to work that morning. Um. My boss informed me she was having a party at home. Went over there, got close to around 11, midnight or so. Figured, all right, I should start heading back since I have to go in to work again the next morning. So taking my time, going home, figured what the fastest way home is down this dark road. Oh, whatever. I've been down the road a hundred times. Now, so as I make my way down the road, suddenly... Uh, passing these farms, passing all these things. And all right, I'm past all this. Now it's maybe a mile left on this this long, dark road. And there was just something out there. And I couldn't wrap my head around it. I figured, oh, maybe it's a maybe it's a cow on the road or something. Let me slow down so I don't I don't crash into a cow. And as I go on through that, just, all right, this cow isn't moving. It's this is a little weird. And there's this figure as I approach it, I turn on my high beam, so I want to try to I- identify it, saying, you know, what is this? And as I do that, this again, what I believe was something more than just a farm animal, stands up on these hind legs easily towering over my vehicle, which eight seven, eight foot tall car. And now something's above me. And I just could not wrap my head around whatever the heck it was. Was this thing, you said this thing was crouching, and as you pulled up on it, it stood up? Correct. And how fast were you going when you you were approaching it? How close did you get to it before it stood up? uh, I was probably going down the road speed about maybe 40, 45. Had my high beams on and whatnot, and I just, there was no color to it. Until maybe I got about maybe two or three football fields away, I slowed down maybe 15, 15 miles an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Figured, all right, well, whatever this is, it's not moving. And 
<laughs> I don't want to hit it. Right. And that's when it just stood up and I figured, all right, that's, that's not a horse. It's not a cow. <laughs> so what, oh. it, what did, what did it look like? What'd you see? Uh, it was, it was hard to identify at first until I started getting closer. Uh, it was a very skinny figure, but I don't know how to a skinny figure, but at the same time it was bulky. So very skinny legs, very like a built bulky chest figure, a long neck, kind of a longish neck, and the head was just unforgettable. It had that that shape we talked about where you sent me a link thinking it had a, a bat kind of face, mm-hmm. but it just, you know, I just didn't see a bat. I saw this horse-shaped head, these horns coming out of it. It had horns. It did have horns. How big were those? Uh, it, they were fairly hard to see, but you could see almost like a ram, where it had a little curl to them. Oh, okay. And it was just all right. And now I'm like maybe about a football length away from it, and here comes this. I don't think I heard a screech or anything, because I think I was just hearing stuff that night. <laughs> But there's this gust of wind that came at me. And when you're traveling in a car at 50 miles an hour, you know you don't feel a breeze or anything. Mm-hmm. If you, the air went still, there was this high, high gust of wind. And this figure just took off into the sky. So you saw this huge wingspan and it just went up. And goes, just straight up in the air? Straight, straight up. So you saw, you saw wings, you said? Yes. Very huge, almost something that looks like it could easily have picked up my car and threw me into the woods if it wanted to. Oh, wow. And how tall did you say you think this thing was when it stood up? Uh, so I'm looking, I mean, it towered over my vehicle pretty well. I'm thinking anywhere between nine and maybe even 13 feet oh. from such a distance. And wow. what color you said it didn't have many any color to it? Was it gray or, or it was like a grayish black figure, even with my lights on it, I couldn't get a color out of it. Did not you even the eyes? Uh, not not that I could see. I mean it was a very clear night too, which really startled me more than anything. Hmm. Did uh, did you notice any hair or fur on it? Yes. Yes I did. Uh, definitely around the legs and around the torso of the body. I don't want to say those, uh, hoof like feet, but they did look hooved and clawed, if that made sense. Okay. Did it have arms or was the arms, the wings or were they two separate things? Uh, no, they were two separate things. The oh. wings and the arms were almost like, like, I don't want to say T-Rex arms. I don't want to make fun of a T-Rex, but mm-hmm. They were very short and stubby, mm-hmm. and the wings were a whole nother just on the back of it. Okay. All right. So when you wow. saw this thing, did you think after – I mean, so it takes off up in the air. You're still driving slow. What do you do then? I I didn't know what to do. I was in shock. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I just saw. I was – I honestly – I was scared, and I just didn't know what to do, so I sped up. And sure. figured, all right, I gotta get, get out, the of here. out of there. What that was. So my initial reaction was, 
I'm in a car that I'm pretty sure if something gets in front of me, I can hit it. Obviously, I don't want to hit it, but this might be my only weapon that I have with me. So I sped up, took off, and eventually I got down the road. I just I can never wrap my head around it to this day. I don't know what I saw. And figured, well, this was a dark road in the middle of the Pine Barrens. I think I saw the Jersey Devil, and it just blew my mind. Wow. You know, there's we've been looking to get get an, an encounter with the Jersey Devil on here for a bit now, and I don't know that there's many people that have actually seen this or are talking about it. Um, do you know of anyone else who's seen this in that area, James, before or after your encounter? Uh, there's always stories that you hear from anything from old wise tale, even the present day, uh, online groups, people always talk about, Oh, I heard this and I took this picture, but a lot of it, you just, you can't believe unless you're someone who I say like myself would like really has been out there and you just see something that doesn't look anything human or anything from the earth. Mm -hmm. It's just nothing that you've ever seen. And did, did did it change you after that, James? Did did you go looking back for this thing? Did you start digging into it? What, what how'd you handle it? Yes, I I did start looking into it more. I started taking some of my friends out to some of the, like the known points, like the legend behind it, the old Leeds House, uh, Leeds Point, uh, a lot of the old Pine Barrens, Piney Hollow Road is the main area. There's a place we have called Blue Hole where they say. It's, the quote unquote portal to hell. Really? So this talk this about very that. big area people set out there all the time. And talk about that a little bit. Where's this at? The portal. <laughs> so how we call it the blue hole, it's it's now actually blocked off. Though uh state troopers, uh state forest agents have basically blocked off the area so we can't go out there anymore. Wow. There's an old trail that goes around it. People would drive out there, they'd have parties out there. And so this this blue hole is, almost looks like the sky blue on a nice day. The water's always crystal clear, and it's like a quicksand uh, under it. There's a I've stream seen, under it that I've goes to another river. Yeah. There's a stream under it that goes to another river, and people who jump in it most of the time actually drowned because the water current in there is so strong. And, and people, go ahead. Sorry. Well, people say, you know, the devil uses that the the swim through since he could swim through the quicksand and under that leads you to hell because nobody knows how deep that is. They've pulled cars out of there. They've pulled weapons out of there. Really? You can throw your tow hook in and get almost anything. You might get a new house out of there. <laughs> so you were talking about the leads point too. Uh, the story behind the Jersey Devil is um, the fact that it was the 13th child of Mrs. Leeds. And she had had enough with the first 12 and damned this child to hell or something out of the fact that during birth, I think it killed her or something. I don't know. And this thing supposedly came out deformed, demonic. I don't know. That's the background story behind it. Yeah, there's uh, the, the folklore, so to speak. But is the Leeds right. house still there in New Jersey? Did you say it is? So or? there's a lot of people who believe the house. There's go down a road. It goes out to the pine land itself into a swamp area known as Leeds Point. 
if you actually look it up, there's a lot of controversy on it. Uh, the foundation of the house is still there, where you might find some old bricks. It's a very historic area. There's a lot of old foundation, a lot of original sediment foundations still intact. The house itself, what I believe it is, is just a foundation left because it's such a old beaten up area. And there's an actual brick house in front of it that looks like it's from the same time period. A lot of people, that house that still stands, somebody actually lives in it now. They believe that's the Jersey Devil's birth home. And I guess they take the the folklore for it because they have crosses out front. They have Jersey Devil signs out front. They have little like Halloween decorations. And then you actually go behind the house into the woods. There's an old cemetery mm. and a house foundation, which I believe is actually it. Mm-hmm. Because the stones itself, as hard as they are to read, say Leeds family on it. Okay. Oh, cool. Interesting. That would be fun to go see. Yeah, we should we should plan that trip, Brian. Yep. You know, I was looking at this blue hole place you're talking about on the map, and interesting enough, it is right in or to the on the edge of the Winslow Fish and Wildlife Management Area. Yep, that's exactly the spot. And um, it's just coincidental that a lot of sightings with what have you, um, Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, these creatures people are seeing, Dogman, a lot of these are close to. Um, wildlife management areas are nature mm-hmm. reserves. Always, there's always one close by. I'm seeing that. It's some type of wildlife. <laughs> so, and, and it's funny that you said that they close that off. Now, maybe it's obviously because of the deaths. I get that, um, but you know, it sounds like there's more to it going on there than than what they want us to know about. Of course, there's always something that well, somebody's fighting. So, Especially when it comes to the government. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> so, James, what happened the next day? Did you go to work and did you tell everybody? Did you say anything to anybody? Uh, yeah, the next day I went to work and I tried telling everybody, hey, you know, I think I saw something out of this world. And everyone thought I was the crazy one. Mm-hmm. But no after one- that, I mean. My no one believed you? No, not at first. Mm-hmm. But my luck just started getting bad from there where I told you, I know I told you before when we were over the phone, uh, within the next like three, four months afterwards, I almost got struck by lightning like four times. You did say that. You did say wow. that. And <laughs> if that incident didn't scare me enough, now the lightning's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. No, no kidding. Right. It's... And all four of those times, I was always in the woods. So, mm-hmm. oh, it's not supposed to storm today. Let me go in my kayak. And out of nowhere, Amber Alert comes on. The storm comes in and hits the damn tree next to me. It's oh like, oh, goodness. well, that could have been me. Wow. Are there any reports of any uh, Bigfoot sightings or anything like that in your area or in the, in the Pine Barrens? Not that I'm familiar with. Not Bigfoot and stuff. Mm-hmm. With us, the Pylands is always – just so big Jersey devil, Jersey devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you guys ever hear any weird noises out there or screams or anything like that? We can. A lot of people try to make sense of it. They say, well, there's foxes out there. There's large animals. There's wolves. There's coyotes. There's like I said, huge owls that I would go out there to see. <laughs> but end of the day, sometimes you hear those 
certain scre- uh, screeches or sounds that doesn't sound like a deer, doesn't sound like, you know, a fox walking through, doesn't sound like a wolf, you know, following you. Mm-hmm. You get the eerie feeling of you're being watched by something. Do you guys have any cave systems in that area that you know of? Not cave systems. We're primarily a very flat area. Uh, there's a lot of, um, it's very hard to say. There's a lot of swamp and there's a lot of marshland, mm-hmm. which a lot of people believe, including myself, it's very easy to take off and hide into right? because you just oh, go yeah. down behind a ledge. I was just thinking about how this creature moves around without being spotted during the day. It must not fly around, I'm guessing, during the day. It, it obviously cannot fly around through all those trees and stuff. I would think it would have to go up above the trees to travel. Maybe it just stay, comes out, you know, stays hidden during the day and comes out at night. But uh, you know, you'd, think, you'd think people would see big flying something, shadows or something around there or re- reporting that. You hear anything about that at all? Uh, a lot of the stuff that you hear is always at night because I guess for this creature, it's very easy to it's nighttime hunting, make its way around. A lot of the folklore you hear, oh, well, this night this happened. This night this terrorized this barn and it did this, it did that. Uh, you never see anything really news articles or magazine topics anymore. If the Jersey Devil was spotted over here. I think people have turned away so much from lures and tales that if they can't process it around their brain, they don't want to believe it. Yeah, I agree and, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all for it. It's like, hey, I know what I saw. Right. And, and at you, the same time, I don't know. You, What you saw is a flesh and blood creature. You, you will say that, right? Yes. And you believe what you saw was it did exist at least at that at that moment in time. Do you think these things? Do you think this thing could be paranormal or uh, spiritual or? Well, oh, I I couldn't tell you. I I believe in these things are all over the world. There's all kinds of creatures out there that people haven't discovered that they're just hidden in there because maybe they're more afraid of us. We don't we don't know. But yeah. I know I you couldn't were... tell if it was paranormal, spiritual. I know you were scared did you feel threatened by this thing like it could hurt you or was going to attack easily you? oh very easily actually to this day i actually carry a large knife with me in my car mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't know i won't yeah. go down dark roads by myself at night anymore right i'd probably be carrying a shotgun or something <laughs> <laughs> i wish it's jersey something well, bigger than a knife <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to talk to a bunch of hunters out there who hunt in the Pine Barrens. They've got to be seeing something going on out there. You'd probably get a million good stories. Yeah. I know. We need to keep digging into this. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the lady, uh, James? There was a lady. I can't remember when it happened. Her and her son or daughter were outside getting firewood. It was wintertime, and they had looked up in a tree and saw one sitting there staring at them, and it terrified them, and they ran to the to the house or the cabin, and it flew down and landed on their roof. I've heard stories. There's YouTube videos of uh, people sleeping in their houses and they see it on their barn roof or they see it out on a silo. Uh-huh. And they still left the kid, footprints in the snow and they actually took pictures of it. They were hoof looking things. They were like nine feet by five feet 
or I'm sorry, nine inches by five inches wide. Um, it's, so. it's just a huge creature. I don't think anybody can make sense of it. So you say that thing just took yeah. straight off in the air like a gust of wind came and just, boom, it was up. Um, I couldn't forget it. it I, at the time, my eyes were open so wide looking at it. Mm-hmm. And thinking, all right, this thing's probably just going to take walk off into the woods if it's an animal. Or maybe I should call one of the farmers and say, hey, I think one of your animals is loose. And as I finally got about maybe 50 or so yards away from it, even with my high beams on, it was just a dark figure. And that wingspan came out and it took straight up. Can you describe its wings? Were they bat-like or bird-like or what? More of a bat-dragon-like, very, I'd say very wide, but very bony. Mm. Like leathery? Kind of, yes. Well, you were talking about the, the head and the horns again. I wasn't I wasn't really thinking that these things had horns like that, like a ram or a goat or something like that. But yeah, you're right. I, I sent you that picture of it's called a hammerhead bat. Yes. And I had a theory that maybe this is what people were seeing, uh, an overgrown bat flying around, you know, some genetic project, mm-hmm. something like that. But you said that <laughs> definitely was not what you saw. <laughs> no, I did see that picture and the head shape was relatively close. Mm-hmm. But at the same time with the horn issue, the body being just way too large for any human known creature. That oh. How much do you think this thing weighed? I, I don't know. It was easily maybe a, a ton or so. Really? Probably. probably had you think it was like 500 pounds maybe? Three to 500 pounds? Or was it more than that? Uh, I'd say around maybe eight. Really? I, I guesstimate maybe eight. This thing was huge then. Wow, that's big. Huge. It was very, yeah, it was very tall, but it was very skinny. Mm-hmm. But when those wings came out, I feel like that's where most of its weight and power is. So where do you think, in your mind, what have you rationalized? Where do you think this thing comes from? Are there more of them? What's your whole philosophy on this thing, being that you saw uh, one for yourself up close? I'm very large into the Jersey Devil theory. I think it's there. I've seen something out there that, blew my mind thing. Hey, that that's gotta be it. I don't know if there's more of them. I, <laughs> I hope there's not. <laughs> um, One's enough, but <laughs> definitely, but there's just so much out there that's undiscovered unknown. Oh yeah. And honestly, I, I hope to get out there and put some cameras up and see if I can catch it again. Sure. Sure. You got to keep out there and keep getting at it and see if you can. Uh, you need to get a dash camera sure. and uh, put it in your car. Just drive around <laughs> with a dash cam. And go back down that road at the same time. Right. Yep. And James, you're in the military currently, aren't you? Yes. All right. Thank you for your service. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank I'll you. Appreciate that, guys. How much longer are you going to be in there? Like uh, lifetime thing. Two, three years. Okay. No. Gotcha. Another two, three years. Go back to Jersey. Gotcha. <laughs> as go much ahead. as it scared me out of there, I said I miss it. I tell you what, well, we, we took a vacation, the family, we were in Jersey on the coast. Uh, I really wanted to go into the Pine Barrens. I didn't take the time to do it, but next time I'm going to definitely check that out for sure. Is it true that it's a, is it true that it's kind of a creepy place when you're in there? It's just all kind of oh, yeah. ominous. And- oh yeah. Uh, a lot of times during, uh, 
if you get the morning right before, right after it rains, the fog will stay in there. Mm. And there's not really a lot of dirt. It's all sand, which makes it so it's crazy to believe. You got sand and hundreds and hundreds of acres of pine trees. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you are, it's marshland, sand, pine trees, uh, rivers, like we talked about, blue holes. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on there. What happened at the blue hole that you said – People have died there swimming or that they found a car in there or something? So I think that's one of the other reasons that they closed it off and stopped people going out there. People just drive cars in the, into that lake for whatever reason. You throw your tow hook in there and pull anything out. Mm. Wow. Uh, there's <laughs> the river itself, very uh, one of the biggest rivers in the state, connects to that hole. So there's a stream and an undertow that's very strong. Their stories, top high school of a football kid, strongest guy in the school, goes in there, swims in there, and he just gets pulled under. How oh. deep is that thing, do you think it is? Do you know? I don't think anybody knows how deep it is because the sand moves when you're in there. That's what sucks people down is that, well, it's sugar sand. Okay. What kind of winters do you guys get there? They go, did they get cold enough? Would that freeze over in the wintertime or no? No. Okay. Are the currents that strong? Or just doesn't uh, get that cold? I, I don't know what the, your the are like. It's like every once in like five, six years, we get a nice big snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And the lakes and stuff will freeze on the top, but never enough to freeze all the way through or partially all the way through. Mm-hmm. You still throw a big rock on there and break right through into the water. Gotcha. So it's it's normally, you know, it's not freezing the cold cooler. hardly ever in the Pine Barrens. It's warm enough to sustain. Correct. The coldest you'll get is like 28 in the morning. Okay. Well, that's an amazing story, man. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I hope your luck has gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it put me in the military, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think you'll see one again sometime? Uh, you're hoping you do? Uh, I definitely hope so. I would love to. I would totally love to just get out there, set some tents up, and just hope hope it doesn't kill me first. Did this thing look like it was a combination of, of some things? You, you mentioned a horse or a goat. What, what would you describe it closest to if you had to? Uh, its legs were almost like a centaur's legs. Or it had those hooved, leg, hooved toes, hairy legs. As it got up to its torso and its body, it got very wide, almost like another animal. So another animal here, I couldn't describe the bodies, which is very large. And when it got to the head, had that horse-shaped head, but I don't want to – I guess I wasn't close enough to see its actual figure, so I don't want to say it was a horse head, but it was something in that general area. Was its mouth open? Not at the time it wasn't. It had those rammed horns. Did you see the eyes closely, did you say? or No, the eyes were – I guess a lot of people describe as having bright red eyes. I didn't get the chance to see them. I think that would have scared me even more. I would right. went in reverse and got away from it. Right. Did it look at you before it took off or – I, I mean, think it did. 
I, I think that's why my bad luck streak started. Mm-hmm. Maybe it did something to me that was so paranormal that I didn't know. Because you saw it? Because I think that, that's what exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Because I saw it and it didn't kill me when I did. Mm. Well, that's a amazing story again, James. We've been looking for a Jersey Devil and we finally got a good one here. So we yeah, appreciate no kidding, it. Yeah. Of course, I appreciate you guys. You know, give me the chance to say something. Oh, absolutely. Maybe somebody will believe me. <laughs> absolutely, we well, do for sure. Yeah, that's why we started this show. Yeah, that's exactly why. It's so. For this reason. Yep. If you see anything else out there when you get back in Jersey, you got to get a hold of us and let us know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You guys never want to take a trip out there. Like I said I live right on the edge of it. Okay. So I'm in those fine barrens all the time. We may take you up on that sometime for yeah. sure. Oh, I love yeah. it. Take you to all the good spots. Right on. <laughs> Brian, you got anything else for James? Uh, No, I don't think so. All right, man. James, thanks again for coming on. We appreciate it so much, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, great show. Great story. Yep. uh, Thank you, guys. This will be a fun one for sure. All right, James, you take care. We'll be in touch. Thank you. All right, take care. Definitely. Take care. Brian, I am so glad we got James to come on and talk about his Jersey Devil encounter. That was totally awesome, man. Oh, yeah. You're not kidding. That was a great show, man. That was a... I don't know how I would react if I'd have seen something like that. When we started this show, I thought, you know, we'd be lucky to get a guest on, let let alone a guest within the first, you know, under 20 episodes of a Jersey Devil encounter. And I'm just enthralled and amazed and excited about that for sure. I know. I'm really happy about that. That's awesome. Again, we thank everyone for listening. We appreciate the support. Uh, you know, yep. share us with your friends and family on your social media if you would, and uh, let's keep the listenings growing. Join our Facebook group yep. if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, come on along and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones. <laughs> and if you've had an encounter and you want to come on the show and talk about it and share your experience with us and our guests, get a hold of us again at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Yep. Or Instagram at cryptid underscore creatures or Twitter at cryptid creature one. No E on the other creature, just cryptid creature one. Right. Brian, I and think. And then, like, like you said, Facebook. Yes. Brian, I thank you for joining me on this adventure and uh, uh, hanging out and uh, talking to these guys with me again, as always. Oh, yeah. Man, it's just, it's been nothing but fun since we started this. And I'm looking forward to growing it more and, and getting out and meeting people and. Me and too. doing some some uh, Me too. some exploring. Until next time, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening, Brian. We'll see ya. Right on. Hey guys, it's Todd from Cryptid Creatures. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? If so, you got to use Anchor. That's A N C H O R. The cool thing about Anchor is it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money on your podcast. The more people that listen, the more money you can make. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.